Hey guys, my name is Vishal. Today we are going to go ahead and talk about different roles and responsibilities of a cloud engineer. So first and foremost, I would be talking about who a cloud engineer is. Moving further, we would understand why should you go ahead and choose this particular domain because yes, there has to be certain benefit out of it. Next, we would understand what are different cloud engineer roles and what are their responsibilities as well. Having said that, let's not waste any time and get started with the first topic of discussion that is who is a cloud engineer. Well, to stick to the basic definition, you can think of a cloud engineer as an IT professional who is responsible for performing certain IT responsibilities. Those are related to cloud computing. Now he or she mainly may be responsible for something like the designing part, maintenance, monitoring and deployment. So if you are an IT professional, you might be wondering as in, okay, some of these things are something that we do in our real life as well. So how is this particular role different? Well, to be very honest or frank to you people, IT professionals are someone who do all these things on premise. Now, the only difference here is you'd be doing all these things on cloud. Yes, you would be doing similar tasks. I mean, if you are involved in these kind of responsibilities, so you would be involved in similar responsibilities. But the major difference here is you'd be practicing all those things on cloud and there are benefits of doing that on cloud. How? Because cloud provides you with various services. Yes, we have quite a few service providers in the market or vendors in simple word. Now these vendors basically what they do is they have created so many services. You can make use of those services and actually perform your task with a lot more ease. And how does an organization benefit out of it? Well, the fact that these services are made available to you at a cheaper rate or at a lesser prices, you can actually go ahead and utilize these services by spending lesser amount of money and actually saving a lot of time and effort even if you take a look at it from an individual perspective. So that is where a cloud engineering role is little different. I mean, yes, you would be working on your similar roles probably, but the difference is there are certain integrities that you have to go ahead and adapt to because cloud would let you do these things with ease. But yes, there would be a different way to do it as well. So understanding different cloud service providers, how they work do play a key role. But yes, if you talk about a cloud engineer, he or she again is an IT professional and more or less you would be related or would be performing these kind of roles that are here on the slide. Having said that, let's move further and try to understand why should you opt for this particular career. Now first or a major reason is the pay scale. I mean, yes, many people switch job. Why? Because salary is a bigger concern. Now, if that is your concern, do not worry. Cloud would definitely help you here a lot because if you talk about an average salary, now take a look at any job forum or portal. You'd realize that an average salary is somewhere around $125,000 to somewhere around $180,000 for a cloud engineer. Now, that is a fairly high amount if you talk about, I mean, engineering roles. Even in India, it is fairly high. I mean, we have salaries in Indian rupees and Somewhere around 15 to 20 lakhs is what cloud engineers get if they have the right amount of experience and the skill set. So, yes, if you do put in certain efforts, definitely your money issue or your pay scale issue would definitely be answered if you talk about cloud. And this is where cloud computing is actually getting started. I mean, as you move further, if you take a look at the trends in near future, you'd see that cloud computing is going to grow and it's going to grow like anything. So, yes, these pay scales might just grow further. Now, having talked about the trends, let's take a look at some of those as well. If you take a look at Gartner's report, you'd realize that there's going to be a 60% rise in cloud adoption. Yes, if you take a look at current market stat, it is somewhere around 30 to 40% if I'm not wrong. And I'm not that updated with the stats because they change very frequently. But the last time I checked, it was somewhere around 30 to 40%. 
and this is expected to grow by 60% even more. And if you actually calculate it, it's actually more than 60% of the total enterprise share that is there in the market and which is going to be huge. And this stat is going to be achieved by some around 2023 if I'm not wrong. And that is five years from now. So yes, in next five years, you're going to see more cloud. And the reason for that is all the industries want to cash in. Why? Because cloud is affordable and they see that it is the way going forward. And that is why these stats, I mean, if most of the companies are going to adopt to cloud platforms, I mean, it would become a mandatory skill for people. And these days, analytics and cloud are two of the most sought after skills because companies have realized one thing. It has become a necessity for the employees to have these skills going forward because companies would be needing these in various practices they perform in the companies. And that is why the rise and the need for this particular domain or this particular job role. And then finally, we have high market reach. Now, what do I mean by this? As I've already mentioned, everybody wants to cash into this particular domain. Why is that? The thing is cloud computing makes any kind of IT work very easy, not just IT work. It supports any kind of business because whether you are interested in marketing, whether you're interested in probably branding something or creating IT services, basically everything is taken care of by using cloud, whether you want to develop games, you want to do analytics, you want to maybe create artificial intelligence devices or applications. Even that is possible by using cloud. So yes, no matter what kind of domain it is, probably it would be impacted by cloud computing in near future. And that is why I say high market reach. So these are some of the reasons why you can opt for a career in this particular domain. Now, as I've already mentioned, your salary is covered here. The market reach is covered and the stats to prove that cloud has a bright future in near times. Having said that, let's move further now and try to understand some of the roles and responsibilities of a cloud engineer. If you are interested in something like SEO, marketing, branding, PR, game development, application development, whether you are into networking or whatever it is, cloud has all kinds of roles for you. But if you talk about utilizing cloud computing or using different cloud vendors for a particular job role that is a cloud engineer, what these cloud service providers have done is They've classified the roles into three major categories. Now, these are fairly technical roles, guys. Yes, cloud computing does support marketing and all those kind of roles, but you can actually go ahead and use those tools and make use of cloud computing to do that. But if you want to get into the technical aspect, you would have to focus on these particular roles. So first and foremost, you have a cloud architect, then you have a cloud developer, and you have someone called as sysops or system operations administrator. So guys, we would be focusing on these key roles and we would be covering all the faucets like what are the exact responsibilities of these individuals and what are the skill sets that you need to pick up if you want to become one. So let's start with the first one that is the cloud architect. So who exactly is a cloud architect and what does he or she do? Well, again, to go with the definition, these are the people who are responsible for creating blueprints of your application designs. So they need to have technical knowledge as well as the viewpoint where they can actually go ahead and design applications now to be very specific or not to be very specific rather to be very simple i would say that these are the people who chalk out a plan or they design a plan as in this is how the application should be built and this is how it should look just like the normal architects but these people are actually going ahead and building your software applications so that is the major difference so yeah that is what these people are basically the ones who actually go ahead and design so what are their responsibilities? Are they only limited to designing a particular application? And if that is the case, why do they need technical skills or all those things? Well, to keep it simple, 
these are the people who would be designing the application. So they need to understand as in, okay, I need these many servers, this much space and all these kind of resources. So that is why they need to have that technical expertise as well. They should know what programming languages should be used, what approach should be used, how much time would developers need to build this kind of an application or architecture. And they also have to be in line with the developers as well as the admins because their job is not limited to just designing this application, but they actually stay involved in this particular role while the application gets deployed as well. So again, if you talk about a cloud architect, these are the ones who actually form the blueprint and help the developers and the admin to bring that blueprint to life. Let's take a look at some of the responsibilities of these individuals. So when you talk about a cloud architect, as you can see, they're responsible for designing and deploying dynamically scalable applications. These applications have to be available, fault tolerant and reliable as well. Now, these are some of the aspects which are core to designing and application development. I won't be getting into the details of terms like what are scalable, available or fault tolerant devices. But in simple words, those applications once built, they should actually go ahead and survive greater falls or they should be able to take care of all the aspects of a particular application. That is what they mean by these terms. Again, they should be able to select an appropriate cloud service provider. Now, this is very important guys. Again, to give you an example, suppose if a cloud architect is building a particular application, he or she should understand what is their existing technology they want to work on or what is their existing plan on which they actually want to go ahead and build their architecture. Are they any technology dependent? Say for example, if you have a particular need where you want to build applications using maybe .NET framework, in that case, choosing Microsoft Azure would be a good option because they have all the resources made available. So again, depending upon the need, an engineer should be able to understand what is the exact service provider or resources they want to use. Again, they should have complete knowledge about applications. If they do, they would know what are the applications, how do they work, and if you wish to migrate from a particular architecture to cloud or maybe to some other service provider, how do you do it? And would it be feasible to do that? That is where the technical knowledge comes into picture again. The other responsibilities are designing and deploying enterprise wide scalable operations on cloud platforms. Yes. So the aim is to design and deploy the applications. Now, when I say design, build new applications, or if you already have an existing architecture which you want to move to cloud, either redesign it or see how can it be actually moved to cloud and they should be aware about the cost factor as well as in they should know this is where the knowledge again comes into picture because this is where they should know as in these are the services that would make my budget look better and I would be able to maximize or make use of the resources that I have to the best possible way and yet spend very less money. So yeah, these are some of the responsibilities of a cloud engineer. So what are the skills a cloud engineer should have first and foremost? he or she should have vision to actually go ahead and understand what the company needs and what are the resources he or she should actually incorporate in that particular blueprint. They should have a complete understanding of the resources that are available like the number of people who are going to work on the project, the time to delivery and all those things. Apart from that, they should have good people skill because they are required to communicate with a lot of teams when these blueprints actually come to action and they should have a very good understanding of different cloud service providers and also have technical know-how about the applications they want to build. Not to the core, but they should have an understanding of how do these things work. So these are some of the skills they should have and the responsibilities we've actually already discussed those. So let's move further and try to understand the next role. 
next comes in a cloud developer. Now, when you talk about cloud developers, these are the people who actually bring the blueprints to life. Now, we've talked about what cloud architects do. They give you a blueprint or a design. And what developers do is they actually go ahead and help you build these applications, help them deal with various issues that are there with these applications. They also help the monitoring team with debugging certain issues which the monitoring team cannot do. So these are the people who actually bring these applications to life. They develop it. They use different programming languages using which these applications can be built. So what are the responsibilities of these individuals or what are the skills that these individuals need to have? First and foremost, they need to have an understanding of at least one high level programming language. What does this do? One, it gives them an approach where they know how programming languages work and how to use them. So understanding of at least one language is very important. If you have multiple programming languages at your disposal, even better. They should have skills for developing, deploying and debugging applications. Yes. So when you talk about deploying or developing cloud applications, it is not very different from normal software application development, but you have to be familiar with certain protocols that are done on cloud and that is where this knowledge varies. Skills with API, CLI, SDKs for writing applications. You would be dealing with a lot of integrations. You would be dealing with various command line interfaces, not various command line interfaces where you would be actually going ahead and putting in codes. You'd have to work with Linux and all those things. So that is where you should have an understanding of software development toolkits and you also need to have an understanding of how different APIs work. Lifecycle management is something that you should know. Yes, when you talk about development on cloud, it's no different from software development. You need to have an understanding of how the complete application is going to function and all those things. When further, you should have an ability to use continuous integration and pipelines for deployment. Now, this again is a part where you have a particular software which needs continuous updation because when you use any kind of software, you know that there would be a certain pop up every now and then where you see that there is a new version that has been released and your computer asks, do you want to update to it? Why does this happen? Because developers constantly work on making a software better. And it is no different on cloud platforms as where you'd be having continuous updates and those would get integrated with your existing software. And you should be able to deploy the new version as quickly as possible. Time to deployment again is very important. And this is where the efficiency of developers comes into picture. What are the other skills? Knowledge of key features of cloud service providers? Yes, if you are using a particular platform, you should know how it works and what are the requirements or upgrades that you need to make in your skill set as well. Ability to implement code where you have to ensure security. Yes, cloud platforms do take care of security and the level has increased a lot in recent times. So if you're dealing with data, you need to be able to ensure that these platforms are highly secure. Again, writing codes, and ability to debug the codes that are there. And again, writing codes for serverless applications. When you talk about cloud platforms, they ensure serverless environment where probably you'd not have to worry about servers and all those things. You'd be dealing with virtual machines and not virtual machines exactly, but you'd be dealing with compute services where you can actually go ahead and kind of spin up certain machines which you can use different operating systems and all those things where coding again becomes very easy. So that is a benefit, but again, understanding that infrastructure or those domains or services becomes important. Containers. Now I won't be getting into the details of what containers are, but those are shaping the technological world again and having an understanding of containers becomes very important because Kubernetes, Docker, these things are making news when you talk about any platform, even on cloud platforms. Now DevOps kind of merges very well with AWS. And then if you have knowledge of containers like Kubernetes, or Docker, you would be one very bright cloud engineer is what I can say.
so yeah this is what a developer or these are some of the responsibilities that a developer should possess moving further let's try to understand the third role which again is very important sysops administrator now guys uh, we've designed an application and our developers have built it so we need somebody to take care of it after that right i mean what happens to an application it has to be maintained as well not just the application the complete infrastructure that you're dealing with i've been quoting application for this long but if you talk about these individuals they are responsible for building the complete architecture so yes it also needs to be maintained as well and who does it your sysops admin they have two primary responsibilities one is to configure cloud management services and monitor and manage those services now for people who have worked as admin they would know that itsm is very important i'm talking about it service management practices where you actually go ahead and manage applications you know how to monitor them and what are the responsibilities how problems are dealt with how they are resolved and all those things i mean you need to have understanding of these minute details and this is where a cloud admin comes into picture so what are some of their responsibilities now guys again i need to tell you one thing all these roles they are kind of interlinked so you cannot you if you ask me um, you might at times like question as in okay these roles seem very similar yes they are similar yes they are very different as well but there are certain aspects which are very common to all these roles so yes there would be certain repetitive pointers where even as a developer as an admin or as an architect you would be expected to perform those responsibilities but apart from that you have your specialized responsibilities which you need to take care of so if you talk about a sysops admin they should have experience as an administrator as i've already told you you need to have an understanding of how to operate on certain applications how to perform itsm or itil practices they should be able to work with virtualization yes your developers would do all the work but again something that works in the development environment should work in the production environment as well and this is where admins come into picture so having an understanding of how virtualization works would help them a lot experience in monitoring and auditing systems yes you should be able to monitor your applications this is your prime responsibility knowledge of networking if you are talking about huge infrastructures they need to be connected you need to have proper access rights and if you have certain customers how would those access that application now these are your admin people who take care of all these things and once the application is built they are responsible for troubleshooting all these issues as well translate architectural requirements yes now these people also have a say in certain aspects as in if there are certain issues they actually go back to the development team or the architect team as in okay these are the changes that you need to work on and this is the approach you should take again they should be able to implement and control the flow of data to and fro from a service provider yes i've talked about the importance of different cloud service providers so they need to understand as in how the data flow works what are the changes that they need to make on their end for the application to work smoothly they should be able to select an appropriate service provider yes well not so much i mean the main task or the main responsibility it lies with the designing team because once you have designed an architecture yes these people should be able to make changes when there are certain upgrades because at times what happens is certain application is not able to bear a particular load in that case you need to scale higher right so in that case these people come into picture because they need to understand as in okay this is the compute capacity we need and we need to replace this particular instance with this one so having an understanding of your compute data services or security requirements is essential but as i've already mentioned if these things are taken care during the design part their workload becomes lesser but yes uh, as i've already mentioned these things don't come planned so again these people need to have knowledge about these things as well they should have understanding of cost optimization 
because if you are planning to scale it use different instances you might be charged differently networking concepts again very important and finally you should be able to deal with migrations and all those things so yes when you talk about a cloud admin they are actually concerned with the operations part or making sure that application is up and running it's smooth and they should be able to deal with the customers as well not as customer representatives but they should be able to adhere their problems as well should be able to troubleshoot their queries as well. so yeah these were some of the roles and responsibilities of cloud engineers i hope that you all had something nice and new to learn would be resting here and here thank you bye bye